to whom it may concern. Possibly President Trump, or maybe Melissa McCarthy? We're not really sure. Carmen and I would not so humbly like to apply for press credentials to join the White House Press Corps. Jill and I vow to only ask the important questions. Questions that Americans want answers to. For example, is this text flirty? Am I too extra? Why hasn't she called me back? And finally, where is Richard Simmons? It's important for Carmen and I to have access to Sean Spicer's press briefings. We are very important people with a combined total of 16,000 Twitter followers. We're also noted journalists. For example, Jill was on E! News for asking Justin Bieber about his dick. And Carmen popularized the term hoverhand in her most viral piece to date, which was an article about Nicki Minaj's ass in the Anaconda video. We also represent the people. I am a queer Jewish woman with IBS. I've had a colonoscopy and I'm not even 25. Plus, Carmen is Spanish. Jill, I'm Puerto Rican. Anyway, please consider this our official application to the White House Press Corps. Enclosed are our best lit selfies and an uncensored cut of Jill's interview with Megan Trainer in 2015. Also, we both use private email servers. Is that going to be a problem? Over the last couple years, the political climate in the U.S. has become increasingly scary. People of color are under attack. Queer and trans people are under attack. Women's rights, you guessed it, they're under attack. The post-election vibe amongst young women is, this sucks. I want to help, but how? My name is Jill Gutowitz. And I'm Carmen Rios. We're bringing together your favorite stars with politicians, activists, and analysts to talk current issues, U.S. government, and activism. We're all about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wokeness. This is The The Bossy Bossy Show. Coming up, we've got Allison Raskin in studio. Plus, we're talking to Jessica Yellen about the state of the media. It's really um, un-American. CNN was right when they called it un-American of Trump to try to bar any specific outlet from any open gaggle, otherwise open gaggle. That was Jessica Yellen. Jessica was the chief White House correspondent for CNN between 2011 and 2013. The media is right to lambast them and push back and fight back as they are. It's a core uh, tenant of our you know, dem- democracy in our system it, to have the press challenge our elected leaders. It's That's why it's the only private business that's written into the Constitution, that the press must exist, and it has unique rights written into the Constitution. And so I think that this, their, the fight that they're waging uh, and their public outcry is appropriate. I would also say it's important for us to know that what Trump is doing is a distraction, there, and he's doing it, in my view, to preoccupy the media, because there's no topic the media likes better than itself. It's like any, think of the media like a self-involved, you know, person you're dating who would love talking about themselves more than anything else. And so the minute something pops on Russia or the minute something goes wrong in his administration, to call out the media as fake news or bar reporters or try to punish them is a guaranteed way to get them to start chasing something other than the actual story uh, that's damaging to his administration. But I think that while it's entirely appropriate for the media to be outraged and to push back hard and to call out what he's doing, I also think that in time it's very important that they rebalance 
and spend less time talking about the ways he's mistreating the media and talking more about the impact of his policies on real Americans. Because just as they're calling it, un- while they're calling it un-American, that Trump is icing out certain members of the media, we're seeing people flying on domestic on a domestic flight being asked for their papers when they land in New York City. That is un-American. Yeah. And that needs more attention. When a dreamer is arrested after speaking at a rally and they get taken away to an ICE detention facility, that is un-American. And that should be getting more coverage than the mistreatment of the media by the White House. Yeah, so you sort of feel like maybe the White House press corps folks should be um, responding to Trump's attacks on the media simply by maybe covering a little more critically the actual work he's doing as president that's, I mean, unraveling a lot of the stuff that we have put together as a country. I would say it's not necessarily the job of, it's partly the job of the White House press corps, but it's also the job of the overall media institution. And when you're in the White House press corps, there's only so much you can do about covering something that's happening in the middle of the country, South Carolina or something like that. So it's an obligation. I just am finding that the media institutions are dedicating um, enormous amount of either their print space or their airtime to his relationship with the media, to their relationship with the president. Um, and some of that should be refocused on the president's relationship with the American people. They're there to represent the American people. They're there in the press briefing. When I was in the press briefing room, I was conscious of the fact that I had a job to do and that I was an employee of a company and that I had to perform a certain way to get ahead and all of that. But you also are keenly aware, I was, that I'm supposed to be there to speak and ask questions on behalf of the American people and on behalf of the public that can't be represented or can't attend in person. Um, And it's easy to not pay attention to that or think that that's high-minded and unrealistic um, when you're in the bubble. But that's the kind of thought that has to be forefront of people's minds. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's not just what's happening in the press corps. It's about the media's relationship with the White House broadly. Yeah. And I mean, so if the short-term impact sort of of Trump acting this way and like picking and choosing who covers him and attacking obviously respected media outlets as fake news is that, you know, they're maybe taking the bait and covering that stuff. What do you think like the long-term impact is of the sort of deteriorating relationship there between Trump and the media overall, and then specifically like Sean Spicer and the press corps and sort of their behavior? Well, I think that, uh, I, I think if you study Trump's patterns, he doesn't actually ice people out. You'll look at what he did during the campaign. So I don't actually think it'll amount to uh, certain institutions being sidelined permanently or even in a long-term way or even suffering. Um, For one, I'll say for two reasons. One, if you study what he did during the campaign, you'll see that he would ice out like the Washington Post and say they're not allowed on the campaign trail of the year. They can't get into the events or in the press pen. And then he'd turn around and give an exclusive interview to them. (laughs) Or... The New York Times said, we refuse to attend your off-the-record briefing after he um, was elected. And so they didn't attend the off-the-record briefing. So what did he do? 
okay, he agreed to go in and do it on the record with them. He came. It's like if you refuse him, he wants them more. So being iced out is actually can end up being to an organization's benefit. Um, but I also think it, it just it won't last. So that's one, that he is very fickle and can't hold his grudge for very long. And two, he, um, the media is laughing all the way to the bank. Their ratings are through the roof. Like, in a way, it's um, a perfect, you know, TV story. The conflict, you know, it's World Wrestling Media Edition. In one corner is the White House raging at the corrupt media. In the other corner, you know, the Washington Press Corps holding its head high and fighting the good fight. Now, that makes for a really compelling narrative that gets people reading papers and watching TV. You know, I don't know that either side is really suffering for it right now. Yeah. Um, What do you think about his decision sort of simultaneously while they're, you know, maybe pretending that they're going to ice people out? Um, Like his inclusion of some of the, like, smaller, super right-wing websites in the room um i mean he has crazy ridiculous standards the kinds of institutions that he you know legitimizes as news are not institutions anybody who has media literacy would recognize right (laughs) yeah so it's sort of you know we all get graded on a curve and his curve is way different from most people that said it's not unusual for the white house press corps to let in alternative kinds of media, it is not, it is the people's press corps. So you are media if you call yourself media. We have always had random bloggers in the press room. There have always been people who didn't have larger audiences in the press room. And past White Houses have also used some of those people as foils. So if reporters are piling on on a specific topic and it's getting more and more intense and the heat is rising, they'll turn to one of these other, you know, White Houses would also turn to one of these more outlier, small periodicals or bloggers who they know will ask an off-the-wall question to just divert attention and release some pressure and try to change the topic. So that's not new to the Trump White House. What is new is maybe the kind of, you know, how sort of random the people are that are getting admitted. I don't even know if that's fair. I mean, he just, he has a different, you know, what they consider, uh, you know, trustworthy media outlet is not what you and I would. Do you feel like the kind of things that he says about the media and the way that he constantly attacks the outlets that are, you know, not being super complimentary to him, um, do you think that's damaging people's, like, do you think that's damaging the press's reputation with most people, or do you think it's really only resonating with, like, Trump fans? I, you know, I, I wouldn't want to answer that without actually studying the numbers, but I'll tell you that the media's uh, reputation is already in the, you know, dirt. It's not very, it's not like the media held in such high regard. Um, and I think that the people that that resonates with are people it's, who are probably already um, inclined to feel the way he does. So, you know, and so I don't know that it's, I don't know that it's going to really erode trust in the press. It just creates a atmosphere of intense, um, an intensely adversarial atmosphere 
and it legitimizes the people who want to dismiss the press. What it does is it gives him an out when people start reporting unfavorable information. He can just dismiss it to his core supporters as, you know, made-up stuff. I think he's doing, he's attacking the media for the same reason he attacked the intelligence community. Yeah. Because he knew that stuff was going to come out, and he wants to be able to discredit, discredit them. It's like the same, it's the most familiar crisis communications tactic. You know, attack the messenger. Yeah. It's everyone's job, you know, part of the job of the media is to make it evident that that's what he's doing, but then move on. That actually answers all of the questions that I had. <laughs> the one thing I'd say is I find it really hard to imagine that they can maintain this level of intense animosity indefinitely. It's just the fever pitch is so high. It's hard to imagine this sustaining. Well, yeah, and I mean, I would imagine that at some point he will sort of realize, you know, I feel like a lot of presidents have had adversarial relationships with the press or with certain outlets. Um, and, I mean, I feel like at some point he's going to realize, though, that presidents also need the press. You know, like it's it's not only that the press is their watchdogs, it's that the press is also a strong messenger for, you know, an administration's work. Like if you if you're cutting everyone out of the press room, who's going to report on the stuff you do that you actually want people to know about? I just don't know. It seems my guess is that it's going to be so damaged by then. I don't know if they'll be able to repair it. Kind of like his relationship with the um, intelligence community. I mean, no surprise there people are leaking on him left and right. We are here with Allison Raskin, uh, who is a YouTuber and a writer and my friend. Hi, Allison. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Good. I always love to hear what people call me. <laughs> Why? Because I, I don't know you? what to say when people say, what do you do? Oh, I was going to say, like, what is your preferred title? Yeah. What do I you say, identify as? I say writer because I that gets the least questions. Right. It's like, <laughs> the quickest end to the combo. Well, because you're not, like, you guys, you and Gabby have, like, a specific youtube channel like you're not vloggers oh but no <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i wouldn't i would never be like you're hey this is alison raskin she's a vlogger hey well, guys it's very funny. i'm gonna start calling you exclusively a vlogger like, i yeah, won't answer so, <laughs> so i hung out with this vlogger yeah <laughs> alison what are some issues that you're really passionate about right now I mean, honestly, just, like, getting the country back to 2016. <laughs> 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 like, I, I mean, before the election, I mean, I really cared about Citizens United. I really I cared a lot about universal health care. I cared a lot about um, just, like, more, you know, more progressive things. And now right. it's just, like, how do we not go to, to Nazi Germany? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like, how do we just not regress 100 yeah, years? Yeah, like, how, how do, do we maintain <laughs> basic yeah. human rights? Yeah, how do we, like, not, like, have Nazis or, like, Klansmen? Exactly. No nuclear war? Right. Like, like survival. That's a hard one. Are, are women people? Like, we don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's, exactly. a, it's a weird time because it's, like, yeah, like, basic civil liberties are, like, my passion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah, we're not shooting high these days. Like, yeah. Just trying to get some rights. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think, like, I think the thing that has probably the least like amount of time is the climate 
Right. Like, I don't think that we have the luxury of, like, really fucking that up for much longer. <laughs> yeah. Like, we sort of already missed that deadline. Yeah, let's yeah. see how far we can go, though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, that's, so that's now my passion limit. is just, like, space travel and finding a new planet. <laughs> yeah. Oh like, you you heard that, like, uh, SpaceX is sending, like, two tourists to Mars. Oh, yeah. Like, let's do it. We gotta, yeah, we gotta Like, we, cohabitate. there has to... <laughs> like, my, my boyfriend recently asked me, he was like, do you think that, like, there will ever be, like, equality? Like, that sexism will ever go away? And I was like, well, no. But also, <laughs> well, I was like, I also just don't see the world continuing as the world for that much longer. Right. Like, something big is going to happen. Yeah, Like, I we're going to have to go to another planet. Mm-hmm. Aliens are going to come down. Like, there's yeah. going to be another ice age. Like, this yeah. isn't, this I, isn't long so you're, term. So you're <laughs> saying that if we were weighing the scales between, like, Armageddon... <laughs> And basic equality for women. Like I don't you're, think you're we're gambling hit on Armageddon. Equal- you're yeah, like putting all your equality. Yeah, yeah. I'm like between That's Armageddon really and women's equality. I'm at like uh, the fire scene <laughs> in Gravity. <laughs> <laughs> well, just something like it can't. It's the planet is non-sustained. Like something is gonna happen. Yeah, totally. I'm, my goal, my hope is aliens. Same. <laughs> Well, I saw then we funny, can just go to their planet. I saw a funny tweet this week that was like, the worst part about Trump is that he's going to get all the secrets like about like aliens and shit, and then he's going to blow it, and no one's even going to believe him. So he's going to like start talking about aliens, and everyone's going to be like, yeah, okay, man. I have to say, like, I, I was... Um I was a Bernie supporter, but the one thing I loved about Hillary Clinton was how into alien she was. <laughs> yeah, it was like, she was that like, was I like will my... tell everyone the truth about aliens. <laughs> yeah. And it was, people got really excited. And I was like, who knew? This is like such a major issue for I people. I don't know yeah. about this. Oh, oh she, she like, loved aliens. And she was yeah. like, I can't wait to be president so I know what's going on with and aliens. And so she, she like told, she like committed <laughs> to revealing alien stuff. Like she was like, no longer... <laughs> No oh. longer will aliens be oh a secret God. kept from the American people. Like, I want everyone to know. The American people deserve to know about aliens. But also just how jazzed she was to yeah. know. Well, she, I mean, she clearly already knew, right? Yeah, she knows. Like, well, we secretly what... one of her regions as Secretary of State was, like, these alien nations. Right. Like, she had to maintain good relations with them. Yeah, I don't know. I think that there's a lot going on that a lot of people don't know about, even if they're high up. Like aliens. Like aliens. I also think that they're... This is not what I should be saying, the young girls. Okay, like, but just also, my conspiracy I just, theories. Also, I just want to point out. I just want to point out that the only other guest that we've ever had on this show who just came on and talked about conspiracy theories was, was Gabby. Gabby Dunn. <laughs> Can you tell Gabby to sign petitions? Like, just tell her that they are not Nazi collecting. Listen, I'm already fighting so many battles with Gabby. I can't take yours off. <laughs> we, you're right. We got to pick our battles with her. Um, okay, so besides aliens, which I would literally do a separate podcast Please, about aliens shall we? and Please. Hillary Clinton, like let's do an investigative. Let's journalism just podcast do a podcast where every week we talk, to, we watch an alien movie with Hillary Clinton, and we <laughs> have her tell us, like walk her, walk us through what she would have done. Right? Yeah, you know, as yeah, president, yeah. so yeah. dumb. Nice. So okay, so besides that, we are also <laughs> here to talk about the state of the media and you know try and pick apart the small things that he's taking away from us, like civil liberties. But uh, so we're gonna play a game called Locked Up or Locked Out, where uh, <laughs> is there like a locking sound effect here? Like I'll like- find one. <laughs> you know, I always find one. Uh, so locked up or locked out, where we read a headline from a media outlet, and you, Allison, decide whether President Trump allowed them into his press conference last week or not. If they were allowed in, the answer is locked up. If they were let, if they were blocked, they are locked out. Does that make sense? You said locked out twice, didn't you? No, no, no. They're either locked in the room. They're in the with room. Sean Spicer. No, locked up. Up. No, they're oh, locked yes. up. 
No, locked. It, it literally. Oh, locked. You're right. It's so locked what up. Is it? Okay, so they're locked. Up. Oh my god. <laughs> so they. Okay, if you're in the press conference, if you're like stuck you're in this room in. with Sean Spicer, you're locked up, like us right now. You're locked up. Yeah. And if you're not allowed, and you're you're locked out. So it's locked up or locked out. Locked up yeah. or locked out. Great. I, in with my Allison head, Raskin, time, who is literally just trying to live. Yeah, right. Like that's, I just, I was just like, I thought locked in was part of it, but it's not. It's not. It's a. Uh, locked. Not, I'm sorry. That locked was, up. That was. I can't or say locked we, out. Yeah. Great. I can't say we spent a lot of time thinking about the title. No, no, no. But. This is good. <laughs> this is like I have a weird thing with words. Lock them up. Because you're a writer. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you guys could even see what my struggles are with words daily. And that's how I make my living. Well, it would give hope to all the kids listening to this. <laughs> I'm sure that uh, actually some of these headlines we read you will give you hope because, like, these people have jobs. Yeah. You know? Like, Big these jobs. people are doing all right. Yeah. Big league. Big league. All right. Okay. Here's the first one. Yeah. The solution to on. This is a quote. This Great. is a headline. The solution to online harassment is simple. Women should log off. Uh, they're definitely locked in, they're allowed in. That's locked up. Locked in isn't one of them. They're locked. <laughs> just, honestly, let's just change it to locked in. Locked I think in. it's going to be locked better. in or locked so out. Locked in or locked out. They're locked in. And you are correct. They are locked oh. in. Uh, what do I win? Nothing. Okay. This is Breitbart Despair. Media. Knew it. Uh, Breitbart is a company that used to be run by Steve Bannon, who is Trump's chief advisor now. Uh, he's arguably the most powerful person in the White House now. Perhaps um, the president himself. He yeah, President Bannon. Um, Breitbart is largely noted as a site that spreads falsehoods and conspiracy theories, and Steve Bannon called it the platform for the alt right. They're also going bankrupt, and they, they're going bankrupt. <laughs> they're going I'm bankrupt. just our sound effects this That's time. That's great. Yeah, and they are allowed into the press corps. <laughs> does that I'm so- assuming does it that sound like a lock to anyone else? It kind of does. Okay, <laughs> but out of context, I don't know if I would know what that was. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk around making that noise on the street. Exactly. <laughs> How about for every one that Allison gets right, we give her an Arizona iced tea? Oh, oh my wow. God. Yeah. Okay. They're Our nine... fave perk. Yeah. Perfect. We're yeah. drinking them right now. Yeah. This is not an ad, actually. Arizona yeah, iced tea does drop, not sponsor this podcast. Names unless yeah. you're getting that money. But we I drink... mean, if Arizona iced tea, like, if they wanted to send yeah, a right. supply of just calorie free Arnold Palmers for specifically a bossy show to this studio, totally. we would say yes. Definitely. And I begged Honest Tea to sponsor me, and I already did. They <laughs> send me, like, three juice boxes and a gift card to Wendy's for $5. I remember that, and honestly, what? you have inspired it's me because Jill loves Wendy's. ever happened to me. Yeah, well, no, I was going to say, I remember when that happened, and it inspired me, and so far, using the Allison Raskin tactics, I have secured... Uh, a new cereal from Kellogg's that I got on Twitter. They sent me boxes of cereal. And just today, Britta is sending me a new... One like, of the really cool ones? Yeah, the new Britta. <gasps> what? I know. Wow. I feel like... Wow, Jill's I water like is going to filter on the way out. And it's <laughs> even faster than before. I believe it's 10 times faster, the new Britta filtration yeah. system. Th- guys, this is what it looks like to be big league. <laughs> big league. Yeah. All right, let's do... Uh, I want to do more. I'm going to yeah. guess all of the locked-in ones are Breitbart, but maybe I'm wrong. Ooh, plot twist. Um, well, here here's a headline. Oh, my God. <laughs> a very important headline. This New York cow town loves Trump, but talking politics can get you tossed from the only bar. Oh, no. This is this is real. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. I, we did research for this. Yeah. Okay, this, this cow town. New York cow town. Um, I'm going to say locked out. 
Oh my god! Oh, what's a locked out sound? Like, wait, was that? Did I get it right? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Locked out. That's the L.A. Times. That's two Arizona iced teas. God, that is. That's two Arizona iced teas, and I have to try to come up with a sound effect for locked out. Like, this is a great segment because I've been just delighted with the the headlines that are coming out. Oh yeah, right. The New York Times will just be like, President Trump falsely says like. It's just fire. Like, yeah. they're just, like... Savage. It's incredible. Yeah, or apparently stories about cow towns yeah. from the LA Times, that the daily newspaper. To, that was a... He tried to get me on that one. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that was that was definitely one that was supposed to be tricky. Point of information, the LA Times has been published since 1881. <laughs> yeah. But they are no longer allowed to... Well, I guess they were not allowed this one time yeah. to enter... The White House briefing, right? Because oh they clearly got no respect. <sighs> okay, next up, you ready, Allison? Yeah. Quote: Birth control makes women unattractive and crazy. Locked in. Obviously, you are absolutely right. This is Breitbart again. <laughs> well, here's um, the thing, though, that I gotta say, they're right. <laughs> Allison comes out. Liberal As a Republican. Yeah, liberal yeah. secrets. I'm for everything but birth control. <laughs> Did it make you unattractive and crazy at some point in your life? Have you, you tell never me I'm a- on it right now. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so another fun fact about Breitbart. Uh, there was a story that came out yesterday on Business Insider that said Bannon had previously told Breitbart's Washington editor named Matthew Boyle to go easy on stories about Rens Priebus. Which violates many ethics laws, obviously. Rents? Rents. Rents. I always call them rents. Rents. I say rents. I never rents. knew how it, what it sounded like. Yeah, I just say If he wants to because... call in. But, oh, you know what? We could do that thing. What? That's, what I, that's what I did to find out how to pronounce Rachel Maddow's name. I had to Google it. Really? I got into a fight about it. Well, we also got in a fight on our show about Kamala Harris. Oh, my God. And then we, yeah, guy, everyone should look up the video that shows you how to pronounce her name because it's got these, like, saucy kids in it. Yep. It's not Kamala. It's, like, yeah. the most amazing video I've ever seen. It's great. So that's uh, three for three. Yeah, you're so doing far. well. Yeah, that's it, right? I did it. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Here, uh, this is, uh, maybe this one will. Uh, Throw me. Yeah, yeah. Toss you in a twister. Um, <laughs> President Trump will propose raising military spending by $54 billion, a nearly 10% increase. Just a fact. Just a, that is a headline that is a fact. Locked out. Oh man. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, well, that was the New York Times, hence why it was. You can't the facts. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> that was fake news. Um, just some facts about the New York Times, the failing New York Times. Um, <laughs> it was founded in 1851. It's won 119 Pulitzer Prizes, the most of any newspaper. It has the second largest circulation next to the Wall Street Journal, which is kind of a bummer, to be honest, because, like, the Wall Street Journal is kind of terrible. I'm shocked that's terrible. number one. Yeah. The executive editor, Dean, Dean, he said every... <laughs> not, not I don't know try, how to say anything. Not going to try, Brent. Dean B. He said every time Trump tweets about them, it drives up their subscriptions. Luckily, he has called them... The failing New York Times, 53 times since December 2014. And honestly, probably by the time this airs, yeah, like a thousand I mean, times. We, we yeah, wrote like, that line like a few days ago. Yeah. So. I've heard the New York Times is failing. Yeah. I changed my Twitter bio to failing writer. That <laughs> at, I changed mine to sad Twitter. Yeah, well, mine <laughs> says failing writer at, and then writing credits, and then it says sad. <laughs> yeah, it's it so good. Sad. It's such good comedy. I mean, here's the thing. like We're going to be able day. to tell our kids war stories without ever having gone to war. 
Yeah. I'm going to have to tell you know my I mean? kids about EZD. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have to. I already talked to my dog about it all the time. <laughs> what? what? I don't know what you said. Go back to about EZD? Like, oh, your dog. You know, like, sometimes we're just chilling and I'm just like, Eli. Eli is your dog. Eli is my dog. Okay. He's very cute. Uh, okay, next one. That is, you haven't gotten any wrong yet. Thank yeah, you. we got to throw you. Yeah. You also, before this started, said these are very easy <laughs> to yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, wow. Absolutely. We are not good at this. Um, okay, headline. Trump meets with black college presidents. <laughs> Media focuses on white aide Kellyanne Conway taking pictures. Uh, locked in. This is wow. We're terrible. This is at this. a bummer. There's yeah. bu- so many Arizona iced teas that but we're not going to have any left. Maybe I'm just good at this. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I have very little going Strong on. Strong intuition. Yeah. This. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Allison, do you want to talk about it? No, I'm just happy to wow. leave my apartment, okay? <laughs> we should have brought Allison like a tiny trophy, like, <laughs> right. like a tiny, like a fake Oscar yeah. for every time. Um, so this was from um, an outlet called the Gateway Pundit, and you're right, they were uh, locked in. Gateway Pundit is a blog run by, this is a real name, Lucian B. Wintrich, <laughs> a, a 28-year-old conservative. And not a character from a <clears throat> Harry Potter film. Right. Um, on Wikipedia, his, quote, notable work is listed as, literally, Twinks Number 4 Trump, a photo series. <laughs> Wait, what? That's literally screaming. Lucian B. Wintrich. Like, That's his, his claim to fame. His notable works are Twinks. For, it's, yeah, he's like a gay guy. It's called Twinks for Trump. And it's his a, name is Lucy? Lucian. Oh, Lucian. Okay, Lucian. The Gateway Pundit apparently caught Trump's eye after spreading rumors about Hillary Clinton's health and voter fraud during the election. Winstrich said in an interview with the New York Times that, quote, we will be doing a little trolling of the media in general here, adding, I don't want to give too much away. We have some pretty solid stuff planned. A professional troll. I love, a, I love a journalist saying, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, like, I, I still can't get over the idea that this when we looked it up, that this is one of the blogs that was saying how, like, Hillary Clinton was clearly secretly dying because she coughed a lot. Right. Okay, we only have one left. So okay. far, Allison has gotten all of them No, we right. have two left. Oh, oh, you're right. Yeah, we have Allison. two more tries yeah. to make Allison wrong. Um, so here's Why are my... we turning on each other in these horrible times? <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're, you're right. right. We have to stick together. It's Yeah, stick together, everyone. Um, in solidarity, I hope that you continue to Thank get you. everything right. Um, so here's the headline. Former President George W. Bush says power can be addictive and corrosive and the media should call people to account. Oh, locked out. <laughs> Correct. That is CNN, the Clinton News Network. No, oh, my God. Uh, the news outlet. Actually, that's their old name. Um, <laughs> Donald Trump has renamed them Fake News CNN. Um, they're the first television channel to provide 24-hour news coverage. Therefore, they... Ruined us all. And they I mean, were. It, how interesting is it that our change of perception on, on Bush, right? Right. That, like, suddenly. I like, might that... buy a George W. Bush painting. Because, like, honestly, like, yeah. you're like, oh, that guy, like, where is he at? Is he... Like, yeah. look at him hugging Michelle Obama. Like, that's cute. I was saying to my dad the other day, I was like, I remember, like, during both of the Obama elections, being, like, so, so petrified and scared yes. that, like, if John McCain won or if Mitt Romney won, that we yes. would, like, the world would be over. And now I, I look back and I'm like, honestly, it would have been, like, the same. Like, gay marriage wouldn't have gotten passed and it just would have been a well, Republican president. gay marriage president. wasn't even... Like, that's, like, that's it. That's literally it because it would have at least been, like, a person of legitimacy. Well, Obamacare wouldn't have happened. No, I know, but, like, I'm just saying, like, I used, I thought it would be the end of the world. I was like, wars will yeah. start. Like, no, no, and no, no, no yeah, it just would have been... The world. Like, yeah. And now... Yeah, I'm like, I, I watched Mitt Romney's documentary on Netflix. I'm like, wow, seems like a great guy. <laughs> oh my God. All right, we have one left. 
Are you ready for yeah. the final round of locked in or locked in something? Locked in or locked <laughs> out. <laughs> Gay rights have made us dumber. It's time to get back in the closet. <laughs> Guys, what if I blew in on this one? <laughs> Damn. At me next time. Uh, locked in. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Breitbart. At me next time. Drag me. I can't believe Breitbart is not the onion. I mean, there's maybe they're stealing from the onion. How great would it be if it came out? It was a parody account. So good. The smartest, like satire, like satire of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like nobody understood. That nobody could even understand that it was satire. Yeah. Uh, well, isn't that part of satire to some extent? Like sometimes right. it's like well, some people don't get well, it. Do you know Facebook said it was going to do that fake news? Right. Well, well not fake uh, news, but like satire website like label because people kept like sharing articles from like the onion and being like i can't fucking believe this yeah. is true yeah and i feel like they should not only do that because apparently some people cannot comprehend things but also they should then like use that feature to troll yeah, like what absolutely. if every breitbart article was just like satire like warning if you read it it's not true yeah like i think the world would be a much better place well just saying republicans do have a history of posting Onion articles and being like, this is outrageous. <laughs> like, I mean, like senators, like congressmen. <laughs> I can't believe this. Like, literally, an onion article about like a hippo being added to the voter rolls and voting <laughs> for Hillary Clinton. Like, this is insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, elephant wins over <laughs> Hillary Clinton. Like, yeah. Uh, okay, well, Allison, thank you so much for being here. I hope you had fun with locked in or whatever the fuck. Locked in or locked out. You were that definitely the most successful. You won. You got like seven. Should we Arizona keep going? ICs? Should I just read you Breitbart no, article I, headlines until you go to sleep? Like, no, is that? No, I thought there was. I don't know what I thought. I thought there'd be like <laughs> five games. <laughs> no, no, just just one game. Great. You can come back for another game. But wow, Allison is not. She is not pleased. No, no. But you said I was the most successful. Well, I don't think Definitely. we've ever had someone like guess. No, never. every single thing, right? Never. Like I feel like we threw a few people off at least once. Yeah. Nice. Well, I needed a win. I want my Congrats. my my question is when are you and Gabby starting a conspiracy theory channel? How do you know it's not already out there? Bum, bum, bum. Well, what if the ultimate conspiracy theory is that we started Breitbart? Slowly... Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That would be lock insane. them up, lock them up. <laughs> yeah, okay. on our show, telling people like not to sign petitions and to run away to an alien planet. So good. Okay, you can subscribe to Allison's YouTube channel, Just Between Us, uh, with good old Gabby Dunn, and you should pre-order her book on Amazon. It's called I Hate Everyone But You, and it comes out September nineteenth. Thank you, Allison. Nice. Thank you guys so much. We have to go get you your iced teas. That's all for this episode of The Bossy Show. Make sure to tune in next week. Want to get involved? Here's something you can do right now to make a difference. Support journalism by subscribing to news outlets that Donald Trump hates. The New York Times, the LA Times, and Politico were among the outlets blocked by Trump last week. Also consider Teen Vogue, Vanity Fair, and The Washington Post. The investigative journalism of The Washington Post was responsible for breaking the Watergate story that led to Nixon resigning as president. Just saying. Follow at The Bossy Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr for pics from inside the show and more. Special thanks to Allison Raskin and Jessica Yellen for being on our show. The Bossy Show is recorded at Sonic Pool Post Productions in Hollywood. Music by Johnny Franco and audio engineering by Drew Frost. See you next time. Jill, they can't see us. <laughs>